For the newly indoctrinated, Jim Butcher's The Dresden Files follows the story of a professional wizard in Chicago. We started our podcast as a way to help break down the series' most important moments, characters, and lore. This is McAnally's Dresden Files podcast by Free Flow Rambling. Conjure at it by your own risk. Welcome to the McAnally's podcast brought to you by Free Flow Rambling. This is episode 5.17, Don't Call Me Harry. My name is Tanzan and I'm joined by Maggie. Hello, hello. And Jess. Don't call me Nymphadora. <laughs> McAnally's Pub opens seven days a week. Check out our newest special, Bob's Bodacious Beers, an exclusive brew. You'll be seeing life from a different perspective. The only beer with mirth and girth. Chapter 33. Dresden returns to rescue Marcone. As Dresden is helping him down, the loop guru emerges from the pit. Harry attempts to make his escape, but is too physically exhausted. He makes his last stand using his mother's amulet. Uh, so Dresden returns for Marcone and stalks uh, the dead FBI agents. Yeah, so the, they take stock. They stalk, they, they stalks them. <laughs> It's really easy there. Still dead. All right. Found him. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll already. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, he goes. Yeah, that's when he confirms that Murphy must have stolen. Um, oh yeah, I was like, I try not to smell her blood or to notice the dark surge of contemptuous pride that went through me. Leftovers from my experience with my own belt. So yeah, just kind of reminding you that he's still sort of feeling this, even though he's not under the influence directly anymore. There's still that like residual, which again, also, um, you know, lets you know the journey of like Darkness Ben and still, stuff. Like, yeah, yeah that mm-hmm. even when they switched back, they weren't just like, Ooh, okay, out of that for right now. Let's, you know, that there's still that underlying. Well, I guess Roger gave us some of that before too. And he's like, you don't know what it's like. You're up all night pacing and you don't feel yeah. right unless you're doing it. And, but yeah, so yeah, Harry's got a little bit of. Uh, but even too, like he says, he's like, there's a bit of green goo, like leftover ectoplasm around Ben's waste right which is probably the belt that died when she did which is very interesting that you think the artifact would have lasted and like outlived the person it's very weird that if like the artifact has to be taken off the person before they die or it dies with them because because otherwise you know i guess it it makes a certain because she died in wolf form so maybe that's it it's maybe it's the the wolf right maybe but i hmm. still feel like the artifact should have stayed then right like it shouldn't be enough to just like as long as you're not wearing the belt it won't die with you it has a new master whatever you know like pretty strict rules right like it seems strange that the belt went with her yeah i guess but like i say i get yeah i i don't think i ever really focused or analyzed that part of it or whatever as such because i was going to say again like if Like, with Denton, right? Like, he's struck down as Denton, you know? And then they go and burn, right? So, obviously, Wilson's belt was still there to be burned. Denton's belt was still there to be burned. Harry's belt was still there to be burned. So, it must just be that, yeah, I think it's a thing of of the wolf. If you die as a wolf, the wolf is dead. And Mm -hmm. that's what's right. And then, so that magic and everything like that was destroyed and killed because then she reverted back into... Do you die in Canada or do you die in real life? (laughs) (laughs) We could test that theory. Um, so Harry so, tries to avoid yeah, thinking about what he did to Ben yeah. as he looks at this mangled corpse and moves on. And even, you know, like we said, he's got the residual pride as well as, like, the sickening, like, that was me, my bad. Yeah. But 
there's also a moment too when he's almost like, oh my god, like we might win this. No, no, don't think about that. No yeah. happy thoughts. <laughs> yeah. don't. <laughs> don't jinx it. We already did that. Can't yeah. possibly get worse. But I like too. Well, the look at the bright side. At least you can't. Yeah. <laughs> Where, were you going to say can't go? Nope, nope, nope. 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 Change my, I'm just going to retract that. Nope. <laughs> well, that's why it's I so much funnier, movie. too, when they go back to Marcone and he's still tied up, suspended over this fucking pit. And it's like through all of that, this guy was just hanging yeah, there. Yeah, he's just <laughs> still hanging there. Strung you got to wonder what about, about that because they kind of, uh, because they say they strung him up until like the back of his, right? Because he was just like unconscious. So like the head was back. So I just had to have like a crucified sort of I mean unless it was just was it just purely around his, his oh, I torso thought it, it like said that he's hogtied so I thought mm-hmm. like hands and feet but I think hogtie is like three limbs not four yeah right. I don't even know mm-hmm. if it's I mean he could be because he, he, he was able to get one hand out to cut the rope right so at least one of these bindings is free yeah anyways regardless depending on how he's bound up because I doubt they would have given much thought or care to this but I'm like You've been hanging there a while. Like, this is one of the things when you do, like, your um, uh, fall safety training. What is the... I think... I feel like I said that wrong. Oh, fall arrest. Fall arrest training. Um, And that's the thing, right? It's, like, even people that are in there, like, they've had things, like, wear window washers and stuff like that. If you go over and you're hanging, it's, like, you have to be careful because it's going to cut your circulation off really quickly. Like, that's part of the other thing. It's not even, like, oh, are their lines going to hold them up for four hours? It's, like, no, 20 minutes in that harness, you're cutting off circulation to things you don't want circulation cut off to. And so I just always, that's part of the, you know, makes me wonder, like, depending on how he was tied up and, like, if his limbs and stuff were, right? If it was just kind of, like, bound around his chest, I'm like, well, yeah, I guess it would be sore, like, right under his arms and things. But well, that what, could would, actually would he be, be totally like rubber dolled when they cut him down and like we you should know? really go back and see if it mentions though because if he could have sustained permanent injury at this moment, this could give us insight about future books. Yeah, about, I'm gonna you know, say no. no. I don't think that would because I'm just saying like uh, yeah, like, there was I, a reason for Harry permanent injuries eventually caught up with Harry for him to take certain deals. Yeah. So I'm wondering, you know, when was Marcone's, and if it was like something like this, like if permanent injury resulted from this night, it might give us a timeline on Marcone. I don't think so because I think this kind of thing would have been more evident before. Mm-hmm. Um, things got to the point where he had other choices to make and that sort of a thing. Like, I do get what you're saying. It yeah. isn't interesting. I just don't know that I agree with that. Yeah, I, I don't think it happened this but early either. But, but yeah, one more thing that could be, yeah. Make Plus, it would have given Marcone something before Harry, which I'm just, makes me feel gross. Yeah, so, so no. there you go. <laughs> no. So, so, yeah, so they just yeah. untie him because he was, he, he was tied up good, but the supporting rope was just kind of loosely. So even while he was trussed up, it doesn't take him that much to, to rescue him. And they get him down. Well, just before um, he releases Marcone, the loop guru comes up from the pit and attacks. Yeah, he's busy worrying while he's getting him down. He's like, oh, crap, I don't know where Murph went. Like, is the thing already killed her? And then it's like, oh, no, you're here. Hi. <laughs> yeah, nearly nearly pins Harry by the jacket, but he slips out of it. Yeah, he's like, his I, nice new leather jacket. I love this. He's like, I love the coat, but I didn't love it that much. <laughs> I just, like, slipped out. <laughs> Damn. Okay, Harry. Also, sorry, Matt. I know how much you love that coat. <laughs> yeah, I know. Me too, Matt. I am right there with you. I would have sat and talked for, like, half an hour about the coat with you. I'm just saying. So Harry yeah, runs so. away as fast as he can, but he quickly loses steam. Uh, so Harry decides to turn and face the loop guru head on. Which, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die like a man and look at what's coming to me. Which Marcone warned him about. 
Which, to be fair, hair is kind of his only way of living right now. Marcone warned him about what? The loop grew. In what sense? Harry, look. Oh, just right then that it was yeah. coming up again. He well, because he was doing that before. I just thought you meant like some general no. warning, like, watch out, Harry. You're going to face this thing in the middle of the night when you're really tired. I'm like, why didn't he didn't? But no. Just no. right that second that and he's yes. like, yo, dude, he's about to jump on you. Yes. Which, again, kind of, Marcone doesn't have any option if he wants to get out of this. He does need Harry. But it's also like, hey, he could have let Harry die just then. You know, he's got other staff on the property. <laughs> It's true. He I would have taken him down eventually, you know, had, had the Luke Gru not gotten to him before then. That's why it makes me think that he's already got grand scheme plans for him. Like, well, he, yeah, Marcone is so, like, he does. And again, like, I can see from Marcone's point of view, and as we get to, like, him hiring Guard later on, like, Guard is kind of his plan B. Like, he wanted Harry mm-hmm. as his magical liaison. Yes. Right? So it is a little bit like, he, like, Harry's a useful ally as far as Marcone is concerned. You know, if you can get Harry in your back pocket, great. So Harry considers his death curse when he remembers the inherited silver pentacle around his neck. No, well, yeah, well, except he doesn't remember it as such. He just went, now what? Did I just pronounce something? No, it's just like, a bitch, like, this has been like, my mother's pentacle, my mother's pentacle, my mother's pentacle, the pentacle that my mother left me. The only thing I have left of my mother is my mother's pentacle. And he's like, like holy I shit, I've got this thing around me. It's like, let me just pull it out for some light so I can see my death charging at me. But it's just like, all oh, book long, he's pentacle. like, who the fuck has inherited silver? <laughs> So I butcher deliberately had to have him like not use his amulet for anything. Like literally, this whole, yeah. It better be well lit everywhere the fuck Harry goes, because the second he pulls this thing out, if Benny doesn't drop, wizards just know things. But not, you know, like oh, it's like no, yeah. but okay, okay. But as as funny as that is, and as funny as it is to be like, okay, Harry never had to use his amulet this whole time. No wonder yeah. didn't come. But Harry's gone through like thirteen outfit changes this book. <laughs> <laughs> like, but it's just always there. Yeah, I know. It's but he's been like putting his his shirt necklace under his shirt thirty seven different times, zipping a janitor's well, thing over puts, his necklace. He just puts 30- it on over because he never takes it off, right? He got this thing from his dad oh. when he was like six years old or whatever, you know. Just like and, and so it's just constant, right? So I'm like, I, yeah, right? It just blends in the right. You forget you're wearing it all the time. It's just on there. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, I mean, you know, for all his, I mean, half of the Thank time. Thank God the Hexen Wolves don't lose their clothes on their shift. <laughs> no, they do. They do, yeah. No, the Hexen Wolves don't because they, they, well, they get them back when they change back. Well, Ben was still in her skirt, but not her She wasn't shirt. wearing a shirt. Oh. That's that was the whole she, point. She that's was because always, she's just like, fuck Remember? Tits! No, I don't remember. Because <laughs> I was like, yeah, you went, I was like the bare legs and the skirt and the bare yeah, yeah. breasted torso. And you were just like, tits. Um, so yes, that's why. I heard to not have a shirt. This is, again, this is you skimming things, okay? So dressing just is the same thing that he is. Just, it's always there. He doesn't pay attention. He just skims over it. And half the time his clothes were cut off of him this episode. Like he just kept waking up <laughs> naked because he was like beat up and bruised. And everyone was leaving the like, necklace on. Yeah, yeah, right? So then he was just pulling clothes on over top of it, you know? It was like he didn't have to take it. Still, you know, right? So. <laughs> How many times has he been like wearing nothing but the necklace? <laughs> In this one, oh, this whole book is what, you. like 48 hours? Like, he's changed <laughs> outfits like 11 times. <coughs> he's gone from his regular clothes to his purple sweats to the janitor's outfit to Susan's black shit. Like, <laughs> that's true. That's a lot. Like, okay. yeah, like, I, <laughs> all while being on the run. Okay, so yeah, so he pulls out the amulet, <laughs> starts whirling it above oh, his hey, head. Wait a second. We were on topic, honestly. This has been very on topic. Very. It's <laughs> 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 <Most laughs> <just> relevant. <laughs> Completely, totally. Um, here we get yeah. a silver. My mother's amulet. Silver amulet. Inherited from my mother. Inherited silver. 
Light bulb! <laughs> so yeah, so this thing finally starts... Yeah, he sees it approaching him and snarling up on him again. And then all of a sudden, Murphy pops up and is like, Yo, down on the... Oh, this is what I was going to say. This is what I was thinking of at the end of last episode. It's the way Marshall reads this. It's almost like a little bit too calm. He's like, he's like, Dresden, I need you to get down. And I'm like, Dresden, get down. you know, because I was just like, I'm like, really, when you go through, because I'm like, it sounds so like, I'm like, if you have time to have this conversation, you could have been like, hey, Dresden, the bad guy's behind you. I need you to move out of the way so I can have a clear shot. Whereas if it was really like, Dresden, I need you to get down. And he's like, I'm still doing, she's like, Dresden, move. Like, I feel just yeah. should have had more Pick urgency. up the pace, Marcia. Yeah, Marcia's just had it kind of, she's like, Dresden, I'm going to need you to move now. I can't tell you why. I don't have time to explain it to you in the time that I'm saying all this. But if you could kindly move out of the way. <laughs> I do want to say, though, just before this whole amulet moment, like, Harry is like, he's like, does like, that last stand sort of thing where he's like, drown, like stand if I'm going to go down, I'm going to go down as a wizard should. Proud. And I'm like, a motherfucking wizard downfall. Pride thing, <laughs> right? Every like, time. Every time. Every time. Yeah. Especially when Harry's the one that always says it. I know, right? He's like, we're so, so prideful and cool and smart. And it's no, such well, a Bitch. But he says it. He says it as as a um, detriment when it's any other wizard he's talking yeah. about. But when it's him, it's like he seems to forget. That. And I will say he does call himself out on it once or twice and I think later. That's on. a little bit of he's human like, folly oh, yeah, too, though. Yeah, it's yeah. a little bit of like I don't think that that's necessarily just like Harry. Well, being, yeah. Like, I don't think it's necessarily like Butcher being hypocritical. I think it's Harry being normally hypocritical. Like we all think we're cool and everyone else is a moron, right? Yes. Yeah. But yeah, it is funny where it's just like Harry, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah. So yeah, he starts. He makes with the magic. Last stand. Yeah, he's going to suck up that last bit of magic, even if it kills him, literally, which it might. But he's like, I got to find something somewhere. And yeah, like you said, yeah, like the whole Murphy scene, right? Yeah, just and gets it, it going. And yeah, it's like, he's like, I've got magic to do. I'm not listening to you, girl. I got shit to do, right? And like, he does this whole like hurt thing, too, where he's all like, oh, Murphy's going to shoot me. Like, me. After trust all me, yeah. this, she still didn't come around. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, trust. Whatever trust she'd had in me was gone. She'd seen something or thought of something that just made her think I was trying to betray her. But yeah. But even like, like Harry, when Harry goes to release the spell, too, it's like, I want a chance to say sorry. To yeah, apologize like, before the like, end. Yeah, oddly enough, I felt like apologizing or whatever. Right? And like, like, that was really like, oh, yeah. like, he's pretty much like, I've got one last breath to say something. And like, that's when he ends his spell, right? Like, he, he says his like, bippity boppity boo and does yeah. his thing right and like and for me it's like it wasn't because that was the end of his spell or that was all of his magic he was like all right now is the last chance i have i've got to stop saying this spell so i can talk to murphy mm. right so for me he was like i want to talk to murphy okay i'm ending the spell then so i can talk to murphy okay maybe mm-hmm. yeah i guess i think they kind of come one in the same there but yeah there's there's a potential there that but yeah Either way, didn't get it. Because <laughs> that just, yeah, basically. Other than his actual life force itself, that literally sucks everything out of him and he just collapses too mm. weak to, right? So it goes flying and, yeah, buries itself in the loop guru and and apparently... And changes back to human form and... Is big enough and strong enough and... Perishes just from enough, the world. Just enough, yeah. And it is a very nice thing, too, where, like, McFinn, he doesn't die as a loop guru. He comes yeah. back as McFinn. Yeah. He gets like almost like that moment of redemption, you know, like like as we said at the very beginning, like um, one possible version of the werewolf spell is being cursed by Saint Patrick, right? Mm-hmm. And Saint Patrick curses bloodline for like every seven years or some whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever, right? Uh, seven generations or seven years. There was a couple different versions, yeah. but the point is, is that. It is a little bit too like this almost like like moment of confession to God, you know, like in the last moment where he's just like, 
Let out all your sins, let out the werewolf, let well, out the devil, let out the beast, and he's just a mortal man again. Right. And yeah, then, and that's that's what he says. He 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 looked up and in his face I saw the grief and agony and impotent rage, everything he'd felt during all those years of being unable to control himself. Um, cursed to cause death and destruction when all he wanted was to open a park for the wildlife. He's like, um, and then he, he looked at me, he gave me a small, quiet smile. It was an expression of forgiveness, something to let me know he understood. So yeah, it was almost like a thanking mm-hmm. of Dresden in the end. Like, this sucks, not the way, but hey, it's over and thank yeah. you. I can't. Yeah, you did what you had I to do. I can't hurt anybody else now and that kind of a thing. right? So yeah, it's a bit of a gut punch to, to Dresden, but at the same time, it's also like, hey man, like, don't let it eat you up more than yeah. you have to kind of a thing. Like, this was the way it had to go, and I, I know why and that it was, right? So, so it's a nice moment for both McFinn and for Harry. Yeah, even though it, and it really does. Like, this is one of those things because McFinn was the worst monster in all of this, but he was, like, the nicest guy in all of it. And also the, like, only the, victim. The, the, the mo- yeah. yeah. Like, everyone else chose to be a wolf. Yeah, exactly. Except for McFinn, you, you know? know? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. the FBI agent and all their crazy thing, and, like, Marcone and all his crazy planning, and James Harding III and all his crazy manipulative power and money who yeah cares it's like about even if everything got out of hand they all chose that right, right? that was right? it well yeah Marcone and Harding were like fuck you we don't need another preserve we need more buildings and more money and more parking garages for ourselves you know what I mean and, and even if like, the FBI when it got out of hand for them it was still something that they chose yeah it was still power and you know they right? got offered they were tempted but again pre-choice they made right. that ultimate decision to go down that path and all of that and exactly he was the one that yeah his bloodline was cursed mm-hmm. and he was the only one trying like he say Probably other in his line just went, well, I mean, the early ones probably would have had no way of figuring out no way. <laughs> you know, they would have just <laughs> rampaged. And, but you know, there's got to be that, you know, one like, at least the last, only, probably only his father, potentially his grandfather. Like, it would have been the age of information. Yeah. When shit probably finally was like, like, there's records now. There's, yeah. Like, I mean, it could have been one of those things, like, father to father keeps passing down to their son or their daughter. It doesn't say that it was a male. Yeah. But it was, could have been, like, you know, but again, it depends, parent to like child and been like, this shit happens to us. It sucks. Who was that in the beginning? Or was it, like, Marvolo and stuff like that, right? Like, you want to make it, because we can't have an episode without a Harry Potter reference. Um... You know, like, they didn't want, right? They were just like, no, this, or anybody else, I guess, not necessarily their family, because they were kind of just the poverty stricken. They didn't have access to. Are you talking about the parcel to, tongue? I was talking, not, not, not the parcel okay. tongue. I was going to say that attitude of being, like, like their biases and, and racism and things like oh. that. But I was like, fine, if you want to extend it, maybe even just to, like, the pure blood things and stuff like that, right? It's like, sure, that was potentially there, but, like, the Malfoys didn't want to to perpetuate that, right? They're like, no, we're... So who knows? Like, that long line of ancestors might have been like, dude, we are so cool. We are, like, the, literally the top dog. Like, we can rule the town because we can, like, rip everybody's face off once a month and stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, like, there was a certain line when the McFins liked the power. That's all I'm saying, saying is, yeah, like, okay. yeah, you because you were saying they could have passed yes. down, like, how to, you know, control or hide yourself away. And I'm like, we don't even know that for sure, right? They could have been, like, embrace well, so, the blood yes. love. I wasn't saying just, that they were yeah. passing down control. I was just thinking it was more like a parent to child. Like, hey, this happens and it sucks. You're on your own. Oh, <laughs> you know, okay, like, okay, yeah, yeah. Not necessarily, like, oh, let me, like, raise you and train you into this. It was more just, like, eh, this happens, sucks. We oh, don't well. know what the fuck to do. Yeah, like, yeah. But, like, especially because up until the age of information, even, like, a little bit before 
-hmm. you know, I'd say like maybe like World War One, a little bit before that, you know, like when printing became available, even More. then, you know, you could have like journals would have been a little bit easier to keep, you know, like that for a certain amount of time. Yes, as opposed to all the ancient historical um, no. works we have before. I know, I know. But yes, that know didn't stay in the family, you know, that like yes, got lost and then like we all went out and like stole and put in our museums, you know, like no, it wasn't I know. like, you know, I know, each I know. family yes, had 10,000 diaries, okay? Copying 10,000 more realistically books, right so. so my point I is know. that it's like it's hard to say exactly when they even were able to like be like oh we're all werewolves or we're all loop gurus like yeah there was a probably only in the last few generations when they're like okay this yes <laughs> we have a record now that it's all of us getting fucked up yes no that's very right probably a lot of them were was like word of mouth and all that kind of stuff but anyways yes point being is that yeah is that McFinn was essentially like the good guy in this is yeah. that he was trying to keep himself away it was other people fucking with his <laughs> shit and it was him trying to do, like, the wildlife preserve. And again, and up and until thus far, he'd been locking himself up on the That's what I just too, said, right? yeah, yeah. That's like, what I yeah. meant. It's like, yeah, he, he put himself He really away. did try. He really did try to not, and then right. he's the one that... It just so happened to be that, yeah, he was the most powerful. Yeah, and, and then he's the one that still has to, like, die at the yeah. end to make it all. Yeah. And it was like, so that is, yeah, that whole thing is kind of... Tragic. It is yeah. tragic, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, exactly, but... <laughs> Thank you to our Patreon subscribers for your generous support. It's people like you who help us do what we do. If you're not yet a Patreon subscriber, sign up today and get a fuck ton of bonus content, kick-ass merch, behind-the-scenes outtakes, and more. Sign up today at patreon.com slash freeflowrambling. Chapter 34 Harry awakens to find out that Murphy had shot Agent Denton. Murphy and Dresden have made amends and both come out the other side of the carnage alive and well. So yeah, so I love again, it's like, I woke up. That surprised me in itself. <laughs> so yeah, he's thinking that. So yeah, so then Murphy's over him and she's like, come on, Harry, don't do this to me. And he's all like, uh... I forgive you. Yeah, and she's like, wait, what? Yeah, because she's all like, oh, I don't do this. And he's like, you shot me. I can't believe you shot me. And she's like, you should have gone down when I told you to. And he's like, I was busy. And then he's like, but I forgive you. And then she's like, wait, what? Because she's all busy, like, trying to check him out. She's like a little distracted for however it takes her a second to, to register. And he's like, what do you mean you forgive me? He's like, I forgive you for, like, not trusting me and, like, shooting me. She's like, you thought that's what I was doing? And she, like, immediately, like, drops him back on him. an ass. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> she's like, you think I shot you because you wouldn't surrender? And he's like, it's okay. Don't worry about it. I'm so cold. She's like, we're all cold, you idiot. She's like, fucking front moved in and we're all wet. And like, she's just so disgusted. Like, he's trying to be again, like, all the tragic hero. And it's okay. Tell him I said something cool. And she's just like, wow, get over yourself, you dumbass. You're fine. <laughs> he's like, wait, what? <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, that's when it's all, yeah, figures out that. Because that. I don't think he, Murph didn't actually clip him it was just because he got schmucked at the same time right like she didn't actually hit him to yeah, get denton or anything no. it was just the denton had clocked him at the same time if he you just read the thought last, he was shot right if you read the last passage he feels something from behind and not from the front i was gonna say that's what i thought so, you asked. well yeah because so uh, denton was gonna try to clubbed him with the branch yeah. or whatever i was gonna say i knew he clocked so him and that was ultimately but i just for a second 
Um, again, I couldn't remember for half. I was like, wait, did she actually like hit him or something? But yeah, it was, it was not a death that. shot. Like, no. it was well, no, to no, no. Obviously, yeah, I knew she wasn't aiming for him or anything like that. But I was just for half a second there, I just couldn't remember she actually like had clipped him at all in order to get to Denton. But anyways, yeah. So she's like, yeah, I shot him, and he's like, oh, give me a break. I thought and she's like, whatever. You don't think you're dumb. <laughs> I love her. Yeah, going off with her string of yeah. insults, like dramatic death scene, noble sacrifice, right? Tragically misunderstood. <laughs> She's like, I understand you, buddy. You're such a pompous, arrogant, pretentious, chauvinistic, hopelessly old-fashioned, stupidly pig-headed. <laughs> He's like, ah, oh, Merv. <laughs> so, yeah, and then this is what I was sort of referencing before on uh, the last one when it came back. I was like, how it all works out for Marcone, because Marcone is like, yeah, don't, like, you don't want to use your own gun, Denton, and blah, blah. It's like, yeah, that really worked out well, because it all went down on Marcone's, and he's like, he's still, I, I love that he's, he's like, they just arrested him on general principle. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. First of all, it's like, we don't know what the fuck is going on, but obviously, like, we know you, and this is, and then they're like, yeah, couldn't make anything stick, because yeah. the FBI agents all shot each other with their guns, and then, like, animal attacks, and even though it was, like, right fucking in the thick of it, like, in the thick of it, right there, in the middle of his property. The lawyers had him out in three Mar- hours. Yeah. And like, <laughs> Marcone is just like, oh, when me? And I was like, fuck, how the, what? I and like, I mean, I it gives a lot of credit to his lawyers, but he was paying some of the cops and he was paying some of the bailiffs. <laughs> he was a paying lot of the judge. Like, gives a lot of credit to Denton too. This, this right here is why I'm trying to take out this motherfucker with the fucking wolf belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> even when the entire fucking thing happens with him standing in the middle of it we still can't prove shit on this guy it makes it even more fun though because like this was denton's entire thing was to take out marcone, marcone. And you're just <laughs> he's like everybody else is dead but marcone harding is dead the fbi is dead the kid is dead <laughs> it's like literally marcone is the we only said, one we said up. earlier on that the fbi went in the most roundabout way to do this <laughs> yeah. and that like we said like if it was dresden like it makes a lot of sense why he'd have to have dragged in so much bullshit but that the fbi had the chance from the beginning to not be forced <laughs> Right? Yeah, they out. didn't have to be like, ooh, we this don't is watch enough non-wolf. cop shows and yeah. shit where they just go around and go just. It was like the, the wet. Fuck it. The cl- FBI never had to say, oh, this is from a non wolf. Like, they could have just easily never said anything and gone through with it. But yeah. they were like, this came from a not wolf. They like, fucking just right, and they climbed up that right. broken wall and shot him with a long range <laughs> rifle while he was inspecting his pit. Like, they could have <laughs> arrested him for no charges and killed him at the jail cell. Like, yeah. Right. It was an animal attack. Like, CIA no camera, black like, spot. Black site? There was just like yeah like the fbi is completely incompetent in this <laughs> and it's especially at, funny at that yeah like team. by the end of it all it's like yeah like you didn't even you didn't even you get hendrix yeah the man was wearing his kevlar so yeah so that was i again is kind of like the way harry says he's like i was actually like weirdly happy <laughs> <laughs> i was like i know as to dresden we know he's the bad guy too but it's like but it's just hendrix you gotta have right. it's like marconi's always there marconi's always there with hendrix and you yeah. know so it was like, yeah, again, that whole devil you know, devil you know. <laughs> it's like, well, they suck them as the bad guys. But we know they're just like mobster bad guys. But yeah, and then he's still trying to recruit him. He's like, you owe me your life. And Justin's like, or Marcone is. Marcone calls him up and is like, yeah, you owe me your life. And then you get uh, that wonderful line of, yeah, and he's like, um, I'm pretty sure I saved your life. <laughs> like, the way I see it. Uh, yeah, and exactly. And he's like, oh, nonetheless, Harry, don't call me Harry. <laughs> <laughs> I love, again, he's always got to turn it around. And you just know Marcon's just like. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and then Susan. Susan, Susan. Yeah, she is a good, what does he call her? Hell of a. 
hell of a woman. Hell of a woman or something like yeah, is that what it is? Um, because yeah, he's like all all touchy, like both emotionally and whatever, and he needs to get his head on straight and he feels bad about what he's done and you know, and he basically like avoids her, but she's like she's like, She let me have my space, but she let me know she was there, you know, like she sent me some flowers or did this or that and it's like well, Hell of a girl. Hell of a girl. It was mm-hmm. hell of a girl, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, oh, like, thank you. Yeah. But yeah, her, she got, she mostly gets her. She was pissed off, and she, but obviously she stuck back anyways. Which Harry's <laughs> a little bit, but she got yeah, her. Yeah, filling from 50 yards away. Yeah, so it's grainy and it's blurry, but it's it just there she got it. And popular. Just enough gets her name out, out there, there a little bit more. She gets a Larry King interview. She gets. Promotion, raises. Promotion, raises, yeah. A little bit Murphy more. off. Yeah, manages that. <laughs> yes, enough people. This was made public enough that a few people are like, hey, fuck, we got to just. Yeah, like Susan saved Murphy, too. Yeah, like, she really, yeah, yeah like, because that's exactly yeah. without that footage, there wouldn't have been mm-hmm. evidence of Murphy, you know, being the hero and then being like. Now, this is a big point that I want to bring up, too, is that this footage is like insane for two days. And then just disappears. disappears. Yeah. And and the production dude along with it. Yes. And this is a big thing like, because... I hope nothing bad happened. Like, I was just like witness protection this guy somewhere. This I'm is like, the thing, though, that I want to bring up is that like Jim Butcher has m- offhandedly mentioned this in interviews. He's like, nobody ever asked what the fuck happened to that film. Yes, he, like, he, we have. <laughs> well, no, but he... This is nobody like... This, this interview was years old. But was years after Full Moon. And it was a fan questioning something. And Butcher's like, what the fuck do you think happened to that footage? Like, it went somewhere. Someone has it. Yeah. Right? He's like, guy disappeared with the film and nobody's seen it since. It was wiped from everywhere. Yeah. Right? And then it's just like, it's never come up again, right? Yeah. Who has that kind of power? Well, who has that kind of power? Who has that film? Who has that proof? Yeah. It's just something to keep in the forefront that, like, Jim Butcher has not forgotten about it. Yeah. And we shouldn't either. Like this Susan's film is out there. Yeah. And it's got Murphy and a werewolf and a Luke Guru in it. Right. It's just something to keep in mind, you know, it's it's out there. It exists, but we don't know with who. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I, that was yeah. That is a red not a red herring. That is a a, a red banner that Jim Butcher has been <laughs> like, guys. <laughs> a red flag, like yeah, nobody I like it's come to the point when yeah, like Butcher is like, how come nobody cares about this? Because you've given us so much more <laughs> I know, that I have to deal with. It's true. He's given us so much from so many it other books, but it's building. just like, it's funny to like me that like, that's one of his like yeah. loose threads that like nobody talks about that he Dead eventually hand. was like, guys, like, hello, this is, yeah. yeah. What everybody picks up on everything else. Well, Susan spells her name S-U-S-A-N instead of like S-U-Z-A-N-N-E or without an E or that. You're like, that's not important. I just had to pick a spelling of Susan. But this whole thing that actually is like somewhere you can follow and you're like, oh yeah, that's just nothing. That's just a throwaway that it all just disappeared. But yeah, I did add all the guy fucking yeah, just fierce. So so yeah, so he we we get that Susan moment, kind of like that folds up on Susan, like she's super. She gets her video, and then also she gives Harry his space, but is also very caring in like, those hey, coming I'm months. Still like, here, I'm like still here, like still here, like and yeah, right. And we he, get like Murphy gets the not the IRS, <laughs> the IA, IA off her back, Internal right? Affairs, Internal affairs. Yeah. And they um, actually gave her a placard for her door. Yeah, she gets a real name tag. A real name tag. <laughs> so it might like actually live neatly printed paper one she had to put up herself. Yeah. Like they actually go spend like the ten bucks and buy her like a real <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and then but, you know you get like yeah like Marcone gets out of jail. Hendrix didn't die. Like it's a nice little wrap up on everyone. And then we yeah. get to Tara and the Alphas. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we don't know about. Oh yes, we do. Yeah. Yes. 
I was say, we don't know what happens to the alpha, they go up. I'm like, oh, yes, no, wait, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> they, Harry, they drag Harry yeah. kicking and screaming internally. Anyways. You're ours now. <laughs> oh, we lost our mommy, so, so now you're our daddy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, you are. Tara and Harry meet one last time after she's healed up some, as you're saying. Yeah. And she Calls changes into wolf form and leaves for the mountains of the Northwest. All those people shape-shifting into wolves, and I had never once considered the possibility of a wolf shape-shifting into a person. And the... I love uh, that I know. Again, the first time I read this book, too, I was like, oh. <laughs> like, Which right, we leads- all just were like... We know there's not something like it kind of hinted at all that, right? But it was like, oh, damn. And it leaves so much for future books, too. When you meet someone, it's like, well, how does their magic work, too, now? Like, this animal got smart enough to turn into a human. Are you really a bear? And to possess magic, right? So, uh, eventually we'll meet a guy, Injun Joe, and I believe that he is totally human, but it makes me wonder about maybe some of his other circles because he has a huge affinity for animal transformation, right? Yes. So it makes me he, wonder about his backstory and all of that as well. He's Native American right? very so much in that culture. That total that, so culture, spirit right? animals and the whole, yeah. So it makes me wonder, you know, like, is Tara West really the first or not? Which also brings up, like, if you've got um, the Harry... I almost said Potter. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> You've got the Harry Dresden um, role-playing books. Uh, the very first one, volume one, is Our World, and it gives you, I mean, not a ton, but it gives you actually more information on Tara West mm. and her whole thing and her whole story and all this other stuff and, like, how to play a character that is like her. Right. So it gives you the backstory on, like, more about her, and it is super cool to get that. Mm. And, like, well, I don't know. I'll, like, throw it up on our uh, social media when this episode comes out. But it's mm-hmm. just, like... Like, not a ton, but it's, like, fun little extra tidbits about yeah. the world that Dres- uh, the Butcher threw in. And it's like, oh, Tara, like, I miss you so much more. And I'm more upset that you didn't come back in later books, which is maybe a spoiler. But she doesn't, and I don't like it. Yeah. 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 There's still hope. Right. Somewhere which, in the last, like, four or five books, she still, will yeah, somehow true. There's still time. We all have to figure out how this all comes together. So, like, everybody from every book will just... <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> But the, yeah, the, no, I know. The finale it's... episode when just like everyone returns and you're like, ah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so. But yeah, that is a whole super cool. Yeah. So that I, I guess that brings me like to the end of the wrap up. Hmm. Um, you know, well, McFinn. Oh. No, because I was just going to think we were going to go with this. The, the McFinn and his. Which is what I was about to say. Okay. Come up on the end of this. Okay. So I think we're done with the wrap up, but not quite. Well, just the final thoughts. You can say it if you want to say it. Okay, Jerry Springer. Yeah, I was born in the late 90s. I don't watch this garbage bullshit. <laughs> and you died. <laughs> Yet you knew it was garbage. <laughs> well, I know the name. Okay, <laughs> um, yes. Go ahead. You are go. not the father? Yeah, he is. That's kind of the point. <laughs> you are the father. St. Patrick cursed the bloodline to always persist. Yeah. Which means, you know, since McFinn doesn't have any children... That we know of. It can be assumed that Tara West has just walked off into the sunset pregnant. It could be. Yeah. Or maybe, didn't you say he before, it could be like, there? didn't you say before that like uh, nieces or nephews or. It's true. There could be another one. Because you did say I'm just could pretty be sure that he said like, that's that. McFinn doesn't have any family, I thought. It was just Tara and McFinn. Yeah, I think They so. only had each other, right? Uh, maybe, maybe there could have been right, some. Good point. Down the line. But either way, yes, that exactly is my thing. So again, does the bloodline persist no matter what because of that? Or can the blood, or just as long as the bloodline persists, right? Because I mean, in some I, ways, well, no, think I think that that's part of the curse is that the bloodline has to but persist. But yeah, but this is what I mean, right? If, if through 
intentional or unintentional McFinn had died as like a 10 year old chances are he probably couldn't have had a chance to get anybody knocked up then right so he's in a car crash and dies at 10 years old and I just has think, no yeah, the siblings curse, the curse doesn't let that happen because yeah like so I, the, from the, so from the Harry, way that I read it Harry like, couldn't have defeated him this this silver <laughs> necklace through the heart would not have worked the man known as St. Patrick cursed his ancestors to become a ravening beast at every full moon. The curse came with two addenda. First, that it would be hereditary, passing down to someone new each and every generation. And second, that the cursed line of the family would never, ever die out, lasting until the end of days. Okay, so, no. so that does make if it If Tara worse. West wasn't pregnant, Harry would not have been able to kill him. Which maybe explains, you know, she's got like these... She's, these cubs already. She, maybe she's already got some a little maternal, maternal instincts going on. True, it could be something like that, or it could be something else. In that, this like because maybe maybe the curse is sentient, and it like you know was able to tell like oh McFinn is gonna die on this night with Harry Jesen, so like I've got to impregnate this chick like this time. <laughs> like you know like like maybe the curse is like it can see into the future right, and it's like oh like that's like, like giving a no bit like the much. curse know knows all. I, I, I get of, what you're saying. It knows all of but, destiny, so it's like uh, you know like. I don't know. That seems a lot for one person. <laughs> point is, like, is that I know all of destiny, and all I'm gonna do is make these guys get fleeced once a month. Point is, is that Tara West pretty much has to be pregnant right now. Yes, there is a lot or has of already secretly given birth. Argument mm. to support. They've been that. together for a little while, so it's yeah. one or the other. Right? She's pregnant or has given birth somewhere. Right, probably yeah. But although you would think McFit could maybe she already gave mentioned. birth already, and this is why she had to go adopt the alphas because she's just already so into like mother. Yeah, honey. I don't <laughs> know because I don't get the impression that she ditches McFin for like months at a time, and I'm pretty sure McFin doesn't know, or he would have been taking <laughs> steps right yes. off the bat to because he would know, right? Well, this child is fucked. Yeah, it's, I don't know. Its yeah, baby sure. crib is gonna have a fucking magic circle around <laughs> it. Like that's you know what I mean. So I don't think is yeah. there is there is the curse though. All at once, or like, would the kid just suddenly get like? Is it more like Come an archive? Age and then <laughs> yeah, like until McFinn dies, the kid is okay. <sighs> Who knows? I don't know. Who knows? Talk. Probably. But it's probably regardless. Not like the archive. All I meant was that if McFinn knew he had spawned fair something, enough, he enough. would have been taking precautions right from the start. Would have probably tried to push that Northwest Passage a little harder, <laughs> or whatever, right? Like exactly. Okay. But anyways, yes. Yes. And this is why I love that we're getting into the next books now and can actually start theorizing on things and throwing stuff out there. And mm-hmm. <laughs> there's just so much more to talk about and go off of. Well, so. even in the wrap up here, we've got this passage that's. Uh, asks all these questions that that we should be asking ourselves later too i mm-hmm. i never ha- found out who exactly was behind the warlock who showed up to the previous spring black wizards just don't show up like toadstools you know somebody has to teach them complicated things like summoning demons ritual magic and cliched villain dialogue <laughs> who had been his teacher and denton and company had shown up six months later someone had provided them with those belts someone had warned denton that i was dangerous that i or someone like me from the council would go after them and by telling him that, they had pointed him at me like a gun, determined to kill me. So th- this this has a lot of in the wrap up saying there is so much more to Hello, come. Hello, people, pay mm-hmm. attention. Yeah. And I think Where it's also that like footage go? <laughs> knowing what we know now, seventeen books in, it's a little bit hard to think back to that moment. Like there really wasn't a universe at book two. Yeah. Right. Like you really were just like a guy in Chicago. And obviously where we are it's now... Like, it's like when you look at the D&D map and all you get is that one room, like, okay, you've walked <laughs> in the doorway. And then bit by bit, it just, like, unc- 
covers more yeah, and more. It's all you got black until super you go there. detailed, like fifty thousand room castle, and yeah, which is exactly why it's right. like as you go through the books, you find out that there's other worlds. You've got like the Never Never. You've got the uh, Outer Gates. You've got Earth. You've got right, but it's not just Chicago. You've like Harry goes to other cities in the world. It's like it's really like these first two books seems like it's just a guy in Chicago. Yeah, but this moment right here is just an inkling at like the actual universe. This is, is just all transpiring this is just the hot him, gas you know? is expanding and we yeah. haven't got to the Big Bang yet where it explodes so. into like a million other things. It is a little bit hard for me to wrap my head around the idea that even in book two, it's like, he was already listen, like, we're not where the hell just, he was going with shit, yeah. Yeah, because even I think like when you think about Buffy, like, like the vampires were kind of attracted to her. Like it was kind of... Um, yeah. What is what, what is her town? Somervale? Sunnydale. Sunnydale. It was like kind of like things were only going to happen in Sunnydale because they were attracted to the Slayer, you know? And like the, the rest mouth. of the world was kind of, well, that, that was the other reason. They, that was the other they, reason. They threw her on the Hellmouth but and had a reason why it was, was, was kind of like the rest Sunnydale. of the world wasn't having as many issues, right? Like as long as, like they were kind of always going to come to Buffy, right? Yes. But in Harry's kind of situation, it's like, no, like shit is fucked up all over the earth. Harry's just dealing with a very small percentage of it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? So it's like, and just, he does say that, you know, yeah, Chicago is a little bit there's a reason yeah, we, we there's get a there's a reason more, but exactly it's not but it's like not you say, it's, it's just it's localized not, here, yeah you know it's, in the same way that some other just yeah and the way, sure. like even in the same way that like you know for whatever reason new york <laughs> attracts every superhero and alien force ever even though the marvel series never gives a reason why new york is so special yeah this at least gives a bit of a reason why chicago is or why sunnydale was everything or, happened you know, in new york and even LA in teen wolf that's where the film industry even is in teen wolf the there's a reason as to why beacon hills is so prominent for monsters right the in which world. story? Uh, Teen Wolf. Oh, Teen Wolf, sorry. There's a reason why. We have like a Beacon Hill too and I was like, wait, wait a second. No. <laughs> but yes, in Teen Wolf, that's their place. They've got, yeah, like, I'm just saying like, you know, the the Dresden Files does a little bit more to be like, yeah. no, like this like, is everywhere. Yes, yeah. yeah. On so many this. different planes and so many different, you know, yeah, this levels. is just where Harry ended up and where he's making his stand, mm-hmm. but it could just as easily have been. Which is, it's, it's both fun and sad to be like, this has nothing yeah. to do with Harry, and also it's got so much Everything to do with him, to you do know? With Harry, yeah. Again, we'll get for into sure. it later, but. Although apparently, like, downtown was closed over the weekend for filming, too, or something. The Last of Us is filming here right now. Oh, okay. I was wondering mm-hmm. if anyone knew us, yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. A lot of zombie apocalypse is set up around the city right now. Nice. I don't know why they couldn't say that. They just kept saying, and the 4th Avenue flyover is Probably closed. Probably because they don't want a bunch of people over there bothering them. Okay, but they still were like, they're like, the 4th Avenue flyover is closed from now until like 6 a.m. Monday morning because there's filming going on. I'm like, really? That makes you a lot more curious because now i got to go down there and find out what they're filming. Whereas you just told me they were doing, filming The Last of Us. I'd be like, oh, I don't know what that is. I don't care. <laughs> Video <laughs> game just, turn movie. But yeah, I just thought it was funny that they kept mentioning it, but they didn't mention what it was that was filming. But I was like, um, all right. Ashley Johnson actually uh, voices Ellie from The Last of Us. <gasps> cool. See, mm-hmm. now if I knew that she'd been downtown, she I wasn't. She, she's not in the movie. I know, but I'm just she's saying. See? But anyways. Okay. All good. Love you, Ashley Johnson. Sure do. And everybody else. So, yeah. That's it. He's like, you know, Mr. I may be getting paranoid, but I think someone's trying to kill me. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Just really bring it all down to hexen wolves, werewolves, lycanthropies, loop gurus. What will they think of next? Yeah. Well, this is all your fault, Butcher. What will you think of next? (laughs) (laughs) Which is why it's so exciting that next episode is Bigfoot. 
Woo-hoo. I can't believe we get to that because it was so much later than this came up. I know because it, it, it like, came out years and years after we were like, multiple books in one day. It also it's like is whoa, it Bigfoot or is it the graphic novel? Oh shoot, it might be the Ghouls and the Goblins. I thought it was Bigfoot and then Ghouls and Goblins, but it might be Ghouls and Goblins and Bigfoot. Well, it'll be coming up shortly. We'll let you know. <laughs> it will be one of those. Apparently, it's something. One of them I've read. One of them I haven't. Woo-hoo. Oh really? You never read Ghouls and Goblins? Ghoul Goblin? Goblin Ghoul? How do you know I wasn't talking about the other one? I know you've read B is for Bigfoot. <laughs> oh, you're right. It is Ghoul Goblin next. Ooh, next week is Ghoul Goblin. In two weeks, it's B is for Bigfoot. This concludes our episode 5.17, Don't Call Me Harry. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. You can find us online at freeflowrambling.com and macanellies.ca. There we have links to our other podcasts, social media, and other fun tidbits. Please subscribe if you like what you're hearing, and please consider supporting us through Patreon to keep the magic alive and see more content. We are free-flow rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk.